Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, hello, Welcome, everyone, lovers and friends. Happy Monday. <laughs> um, who are we? Should we introduce ourselves? Yeah. I'm Fola. I'm Rakia. And we have a very beautiful, gorgeous, <laughs> qualified, glowy, glowy yeah. uh, guest in the house today. Would you like to introduce yourself, love? Hi, everyone. My name is Dr. Jessica Katanga, and I'm excited to be with you guys today. <laughs> doctor! I know, doctor. I, need, I feel like I need to bow. Yeah. To greet you. Hello, ma. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Thank you for blessing us With your presence No literally oh, no, Do you know if I was me. a doctor I feel like I'd mention it All the time Yeah yeah Everywhere I go Like you know how You mention Colombia Yeah Like oh, my thing No but like You know everyone has their thing Yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. I, keep, I keep dick swinging lately About I've done three half marathons Before Oh that's To be fair That's a that real dick swing One was in 2015 <laughs> The other was like 2017 The, the last one was irrelevant Yeah Yeah man They still happen to your lifetime But that's my thing Okay But you're a yeah. doctor yeah. Do you do that? Do you feel like it's, it's a braggy type thing? Uh, not necessarily, because then that means that people come to you at very unexpected times. Uh, they're in the most personal questions. Okay. Yeah. So you'll be at the barbecue at the function. <laughs> people are like, my turn. My right. It's so funny. Yeah, that would be me to be fair. It's so funny because as I was getting out of the, out of the car, I was yeah. like, I wonder if I can ask her about <laughs> yeah. my medication that they put me on. So it would definitely be me. No, no. I do on like the dance floor and someone's like, can I have a word? Like, just a quick one. And you're, oh my God. I'm just, when you, when I'm drunk, like, you know, when someone tries to have a serious conversation with you and you're lit yeah. and it's like, you have to kind of bring yourself Sober together up. so that you can yes. have, I can imagine that would be where I lose it. <laughs> People, when you're drunk and someone comes to you and is like, my boyfriend, yes. you know, he he cheated on me three times and it's like, I've just took a shot of tequila. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what to say to And you try to like ground yourself like, listen, listen, Yeah, listen, listen, listen. And when you're speaking, it's all slurred and yeah. As a doctor, that sounds very stressful. Um, But yes, welcome back, guys. This would be episode, I have no idea. Um, But yeah, we hope you've had a beautiful and blessed week. Um... Should we do our how are we rounds? We haven't done that in a while because we've been bad, to be honest. Yeah, we've been <laughs> bad. Life has been laughing, so we've yes. been avoiding asking how everybody's doing. But uh, let's go back to tradition. Um, how, how are you doing, Rukia? I am good. So we didn't record last week because I was sick, basically. Yeah. I had a flu. Nothing major happened. I feel like we now live in a time where if you don't record or if you don't post on social media, everyone's like, Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And sometimes I feel tempted to make up a whole story. I'm like, like yeah, I'm not madness. Broke my leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I Did you see in our group chat that I said we um stopped the pod to pursue modeling? Actually, oh. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, um, is she ever going to say that she's joking? It was a <laughs> short joke of mine. But um, yeah, we were fine. I was just sick, and then we couldn't 
find the time to um, record. Yeah, honest, but it's you kept that sickness really on the down low because. <laughs> Well, even when you said in the group chat that you've been ill and that's why we didn't record, I was thinking, why is she lying? <laughs> and I mean, I was like, oh my God, you were ill. You just didn't say yeah, anything. Remember I, remember I told you, I was like, I said to follow, I was like, oh, I'm sick. And she's like, oh, you got that little thing. Yeah, <laughs> but you did I correct. I felt so patronized. I, I didn't. <laughs> she's like, oh, you got I that little thing myself. going around. Like, Sorry. <laughs> didn't mean to make it sound like, I was like it was nothing. <laughs> yeah. She's there going, I haven't been to work. I can't do anything. And I was like, oh, that little thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, you should ask Dr. Jess about your... Oh, you know, my cough. I got a cough. It's been going on for a couple of weeks, actually, now. <laughs> it genuinely has. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's... Sorry, but it's, okay. <laughs> it's fine. I keep coughing. But sometimes I'm like, is this just a habit that I'm doing now? So I'm so used to coughing. I won't get you to ask that. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It could be. I, I doubt it, though. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I'm, overall, I'm okay. Not too bad. I am... Um, I just have to say it. I got new running trainers. <laughs> hey, yes. I'm so proud of you, honestly, because those trainers, <laughs> I was surprised that you posted them on Instagram even. I didn't really. Because I got new ones now. Oh, so now you can shame yourself. Yeah, now I can shame myself. But <laughs> no, I'm really nice. so proud of myself. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I've run up and down the corridor in my flat so far. <laughs> yeah. So wait, did you just buy them to in. run? Yeah, well, I bought them because oh, I've been, them to run, been bullied for years <laughs> about them. Yes, yeah. fair. Sometimes you need Deserved. to be shaved into things. Uh, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not gonna I bought it because I'm just constantly getting bullied. I'm like, I can't keep getting bullied. Okay, fine. Um, and yeah, I just I just need new trainers, right? Because I have had them for nine years. Oh, so wow. it's unheard of. It's unheard of, and it's not like had them for nine years and like a trainer ahead who keeps them in a box and looks after them. They're, they're three half marathons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're three half marathons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um. I'm just so happy. I just like, um, I haven't worn them out yet, but I just sit on my sofa and I just look at them. Oh, think, I'm which, glad which ones are they? Um, they're like, alpha, they're called Alpha Flies. Nice. Yeah, yeah but marathon um, runners wear them. Mm. <laughs> so that's You're really on this, I'm, I'm a marathon it. runner thing. <laughs> <laughs> I go from one extreme to the other. I'm like, don't work out for months. My, and now I'm buying I'm marathon, marathon shoes. <laughs> You never know. Yeah, but apparently they, they um, shave some time off your run as well. Because wow. they're really, really good. I've never heard of these with mm, my foot issues. Yeah. I should look into them. Look into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm fine. I have new trainers. Life is good. Nice. Jess, how are we you? Thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, this week, just been at work. I was on my period, but that's oh. finishing now. And... Um, my boyfriend actually bought me trainers because he was like, oh, you've been having a bad week. So oh. And I was like, thank you. Must be nice. Yes. That's what we love to hear. You got a brother? <laughs> Literally. Are you listening, men? Yeah. This is what you do. When your girl's on her period, buy her trainers. That's yeah. You know, when you're seeing someone, then you'd be like, oh yeah, I was talking to some girl called Jess and her man bought her trainers. Oh, so cute. It's like, no, I'm hinting for it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work with my boy. He absolutely hates when I like try and compare and be like, he did this, he did that. Oh, men and hate comparison. Do you know what I've spent on you? Guess you try. <laughs> That's really nice though. Yeah, yeah really yeah. nice. So yeah. that, was, that was nice. And then here in London for the weekend. How's London treating you so far? London is okay. It's just so big. Mm. Like I've literally been like southeast, north. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait. So, where are you from originally, or where do you live? Let's say 
without you know, giving your address or anything. No, no. So I, I just I was wondering what, what you're asking. So um, I live in Newcastle. Oh, Newcastle. Okay. But I was born and raised in South London. Okay. Okay. And when did you did you move to Newcastle for work? Yeah. So um, like three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, South London. Oh, that's why you guys are talking about South London. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Yeah. I'm guessing you don't miss the hood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> to be honest, I mean, what's yeah. I was I was going through um there today on the bus when I was um going to somewhere else, and I was just like, oh, it's just like fun memories. Oh, yeah. yeah. So do you think you'll be up there for, for the foreseeable then? Yeah, wow. I really, I really love Newcastle. <gasps> I've heard very good things. You know, mm-hmm. I really, really want to visit. Like, it's one of the pl- few places in the UK that people actually want to go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Harry, welcome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I nobody asked me how I am. Wait, we were waiting. How are you? I'm fine. I'm just. I'm going through a really weird. Um, I'm hungry all the time. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I think my psychology is saying all of my health things because you're here. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if I would have said that if you were here. But all week I've been eating. <laughs> It's like I'm a quadriacs in no, the room now. Like, and then I, my shoulder yeah, feels a bit. It's all coming up. <laughs> but no, I am um, basically I haven't. I'm on medication that means that I don't actually have periods or PMS. So I'm really confused. That I'm. Uh, I, I keep thinking, oh, PMS. So I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just eating all the time. I had two. I had a sausage roll and um, two yum yums for breakfast yesterday. Okay, which is. Completely unlike me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it wasn't even a vegan sausage roll. It was it a wasn't pork a vegan one. one. Yeah, Rukia, a pork. Maybe the vegan one's probably full of trash anyway. They're all full of crap. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Basically, I tasted a pork one a couple months ago and I was like, we all lied to ourselves that the vegan one is better. It, it's it's still <laughs> yeah. way nicer. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I just can't stop eating. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, whoa, I'm, I've, I've blown up. But it mm. would be the hormones that you're taking. Hmm. That's yeah. true, actually. Because <laughs> the hormones, I'm guess, is it progesterone yeah, that you're on? Yeah, it's, it's prostap, yeah. Yeah, so that is like... um, It is. It, yeah, w- it would give you like PMS type symptoms, wouldn't it? Okay, I feel better now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, not too much. Other than that, what else is notable that's going on? I'm deeply in love. Hey, Aww, that's nice. Love yeah. is sweet. Love is very sweet. Being <laughs> spoiled by the boy. Um, oh. Had a really nice Valentine's Day. Was that last week? Was it? Just so, yeah, talk I think about it. it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I had a really nice Valentine's Day. Um, what did you get up to? He got me all of like my favorite things, oh. like my favorite flowers, drinks, all that type of stuff. And then he took me out for dinner in a swanky restaurant. Nice. Um, and he doesn't listen, so I can say this. <laughs> I don't care about Valentine's Day. You know? No, but I'm going to milk him <laughs> for all I can. <laughs> Because why the hell wouldn't I? But the whole sprinkle, time, sprinkle. when the bill came, I was like, we didn't have to do this. Yes. It's for like, we, just, we, didn't, we didn't have to do this. Like, I would have preferred if you bought me the trainers, gave me the money, or just even saved it for yourself. But yeah. I will never admit that because, you know, free things are nice. Yeah. That's how you actually know that you're in love, in love. The fact that, like, he's spending all of that on you, and you're just like, no, you would have loved if he had spent it on himself. That's Aww. true, actually. You're such a girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I really wouldn't have seen it that way. Thank but you. an investment in himself is an investment in you. That, that is part. true. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, an investment Looks- in me is an investment in himself. Oh, <laughs> the poetry today. <laughs> the is like too, for real. <laughs> but no, yeah. to the single people. Sorry, <laughs> I'm saying it like 
<laughs> really? I feel like it's, you only care about Valentine's Day when you're not celebrating it, I think. Yeah. But it basically, it's a, it's a privilege to not care about it. Yes. Do you, Do you remember, was that with you when we accidentally went out for Valentine's? And it was like, wait Black Panther. Yeah. We were like, right, there's like so many couples today. What's, what's yeah. going on? They were like, oh. oh yeah. So we just look like a couple, basically. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we kind of are. So. Yeah, we kind of are. I got kicked out. <laughs> So found a no, man. it's a throuple now. <laughs> but no, yeah, Valentine's was cute. Um, yeah, food is joy for me at the moment, mm. and I'm here for it. I don't mind until summer. We'll see. I'm yeah. a bridesmaid in a couple of months. In a bridesmaid, sorry, in a couple of months, and I'm genuinely concerned about how I'm going to fit into my dress. Yeah, I've already bought it. It's being made based on last being- month's measurements. <laughs> <laughs> And so I need to go and chase my pasta. Um, maybe I should get the super flies. <laughs> maybe yeah. it sounds like I need to. Yeah, that, that yeah. reminds me when I was in um, Tanzania and I took things that I needed to get tailored. Mm. Um, and I was just like, oh yeah, these trousers really bring them in. And then they were like, okay, cool, put them on so that we can pin it. And I put them on and they fit perfectly. <laughs> like <they're- laughs> I was like, never mind. Oh my God. <laughs> Never. <laughs> ah, all the food on the trip. <laughs> I was going to say Sadza. Is that is that Tanzanian? No, no, that's not Tanzanian. Is that Zimbabwe? Uh, yeah, that's Zimbabwe. So, yeah. We, we call it um, Ugali. It's the same thing though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. We have a friend actually and she said that she went to fix the zip on her trousers and in front of everyone, the man was like, it will break again. Like, <laughs> She I said it, it will break. But I will, yeah. It will break again. She was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> he said, lose some weight. Stop wasting your money on alterations and lose some weight. She said the shop was literally full and she's so embarrassed. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, how can so you say like, it will break? It will break. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Life, life is really something. But yeah, I'm excited for much because I feel like. It's getting brighter now. It is. And the weather's getting not as awful. It's like in the 14th these days. Yeah. Although L- London, or London, yeah, London being London, yesterday was really bright and then suddenly it was all hailstones. hailstones. Did you see that? I genuinely feel like I'm covered in the blood of Jesus because <laughs> everyone was like, the hell? I was like, <laughs> I, where was it? it? No. And I was out the whole day. I don't know what happened. Maybe you are. <laughs> God, you are. God knew that it would tip me over the yeah. edge. <laughs> Because the way sad is actually hitting me this season. Yeah. If I saw hellstones, I definitely would have cursed the sky. It's really so. hard. Do you get a lot of like people come in with like experience a lot of people with seasonal depression? Um, so yeah, seasonal depression is really yeah. common. I'm mm. not in the GP space, so yeah. I'm not seeing like the members of the public. Right now I'm working in learning disabilities. Um, but mm. yeah, definitely um the seasons affect people and like uh one of my patients like around Christmas time, he feels that like that's like mm. really, like even though sometimes they might not have the exact concept of time, still somehow um they get more like challenging behaviors yeah. around uh Christmas winter time. Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. Yeah, it's true. And then when you say you work with um, learning disabilities, what what are you doing at the um, moment? Yes, at <laughs> the moment, um, I'm locoming in psychiatry, and like for the eight past eight months, I've been in an adult learning disabilities um unit. Mm. So. I just kind of like sit there and attend the meetings and then do any like if any um I work with a psychiatrist and then we kind of just look after their like mental health and physical health mm. and more on the physical health side and then like prescribing and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Very smart stuff. I'm <laughs> very smart. <laughs> I'm so good. <laughs> so do, do you feel like there's um, a correlation between... Well, do you feel like there's any kind of more common type of person that you would see with like learning? Dis- I'm more talking about black people, basically. Yeah, that's do, you feel like, do you feel like it's more common in black people? Um, learning you, disabilities? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I would say it's like okay. the same... Like there's no kind of like racial patterns when it comes to learning disabilities. Mm. That's very interesting. Because I feel like we've been led to feel like there is a correlation. Do you not think so? I feel like... um, I feel like I've always thought that there are more black boys Mm -hmm. with learning disabilities. Okay, so are you talking about learning difficulties or disabilities? I guess, oh, there's a differentiation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually in shock. Do you want to enlighten us? Can you please... (laughs) (laughs) There's a difference. Yeah, so there is a difference. So one, so like with like learning disabilities, it would be like, um, so it's like intellectual disability where like your actual IQ is affected, understanding, development. But with the learning difficulty, um, it's just like, there's an aspect of learning that you find difficult. So like, for example, dyslexia, dyspraxia, that's just a difficulty because it's not affecting your like baseline intelligence. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, 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 okay. And so what are like the most common learning disabilities? So, like, um, with my patients, it will be, like, um, really, like, severe autism. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, in in that, because I'm working at inpatients, so it's, like, they have severe autism, um, the learning disabilities, and, um, like, then other psychiatric issues, so depression, ADHD, and things like that. Mm. And so, they come in when their psychiatric issue is, like, kind mm. of uh, needs attention. Okay. But a lot of the times, it's just because of placement breakdown, so challenging behaviours. So where they're living in the community, um, they can't uh, cope at the moment. So they come in for kind of, like, psychiatric and psychological input. Interesting. Okay. That is really interesting. Very interesting, <laughs> yeah. So I guess what does that look like? Is it, like, therapy or...? Yeah, so, like, with the patients, yeah, so we have, like, a psychiatrist psychology team so there's like mm-hmm. a psychology consultant and like a trainee clinical psychologist so there'll be therapies then there'll be like music therapy exercise mm-hmm. therapy um you know like one-to-one with like the nurses and nursing assistants and stuff mm-hmm. so really it's so that we call it the mdt like multidisciplinary team mm-hmm. oh yeah and i feel yeah. like in psychiatry that mdt is like really more important than than like the meds we give them obviously they need the meds but that's just like kind of like the starting point yeah very Really cool. One thing that just comes to mind, actually, I saw a TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) The school of TikTok. So let's just disclaim no medical advice. (laughs) It's coming from me. It it said something about um, a lot of black women being undiagnosed with autism Mm because it literally goes amiss. And somebody brought up the example of like, um, sometimes for black women, their fixation on like health and beauty and stuff like that. But people just think that, oh, you're just so into yourself because you're so obsessed with your hair. When actually it could be a sign of, autism yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Absolutely. that kind of goes amid do you think there's any truth in that yeah yeah most definitely yeah. in terms of like autism or neurodivergence and how yeah. that shows up in in black people mm-hmm. and then also like the masking and stuff like that so yeah. uh, because we already have to fit in as black people mm-hmm. then we might mask those behaviors more yeah. one thing that i see with neurodivergence as well is kind of like in our community kind of seen as like a a personal failing type thing like that yeah. so there's a lot of stigma attached to it mm. um whereas it's like it's n- no like it's literally everybody's 
got some type of neurodivergence like we're all on a spectrum of how we yeah. think and behave and feel so with autism um yeah usually women and then especially black women that diagnosed later on in life mm. um because the stereotypical person that we think of when we think of autism is maybe like um a young genius misunderstood white male mm. type yeah thing. yeah actually, oh gosh yeah um, <laughs> you know comes up in Lots of different ways Yeah And that's interesting About the um, Personal Their like Interest or their niche Being hair Yeah And yeah that's There's these like Behaviours called That autistic people do Called stimming Mm. Which is like Self-stimulating behaviours So maybe the ones That we know Maybe like Rocking back and forth Or like clapping hands Kind of thing That would be like In the severe autism Yeah Mm. But um, yeah I was reading this article About like What about the like Socially acceptable Black stimming So like People with like long nails, like always click clacking yeah. tables or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I'm so glad we got She's you here. Me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, that wasn't an indirect. No, was um, good. Or somebody like spinning a basketball all the time on their finger. Yeah. Or like somebody always beatboxing. Yeah. Or, like, you know, mm. type of thing like that. So yeah, you know, it's true. Do you know what? I think the more like I don't, I'm not really, I'm not in the field, so I don't really know much about it. But I think sometimes when I now look back to school. And the people that were around, I'm like, there were so many people that I'm sure went misdiagnosed. Yeah, yeah. So even yeah. kind of the um, the black girl who was perceived to be rude, but she was very straight to the point. Yeah. But mm. I'm like, maybe you were actually just on the spectrum of yeah. like autism. Yeah. Um, there's a few of th- those kind of people who come to mind for me. Yeah. Um, again, when you gave the example of the person spinning the basketball, and I'm like, it's true. There so was, many people come to mind. There were yeah. so many people, yeah. but they. You, it's weird because as a child, you felt it. You kind of felt like. I feel like something's going on, on yeah. but you didn't have didn't the understanding, understanding of it. Yeah, and it was yeah. such a shame because I also felt like the teachers didn't understand either. And that's, yeah, that's the problem where racism is piled on top is that like people don't care to understand. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No, as you were speaking, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, is he? Oh my God, is she? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, So with the therapies that you guys do, like what, what is the aim? Like what? What is the success story look like? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a good question. So, I guess the aim would be. It depends on what their admission was for. Mm. So, if it's because of a placement breakdown, as we call it, then it would be so that they can then now go. So, with that challenging behavior, it's always like they're trying to communicate a need and things like that. Mm. So, the aim would be so that they can communicate it in a like a socially acceptable and like helpful way for them mm. and for their families or whoever the team that is surrounding them. Um, aim would be to find a new placement if that's what needs to be to find a new team that's going to support them when they're back out in the community. Um, if it's that their psychiatric disorder alongside it has also like uh needs to be addressed then you know to review meds and to get them to their baseline so the aims are always like tailored to the individual okay mm. yeah that makes sense <clears throat> i wonder what the reason i ask is because i i don't know it's, it's a bit of like a trippy um pulls smokes blunt hits blunt question <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing a lot of those lately we have been it's like deep <laughs> we speaking about the hole in the vagina yeah. <laughs> It's a hole. It's actually so embarrassing that we we've got you here. We're thinking we're like, yeah, man, like this a hole, like, a hole, hole in your body, and it's internal. Like, where, where are they going? <laughs> Nowhere. It made so much sense in my head that this is amazing. We should th- we should talk about this yeah. more. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I just what's come to mind for me is like I wonder 
is the system allowing people who are like have learning disabilities to be themselves, or is the aim to kind of co- um, like, yeah, exactly. Assist them in assimilating mm-hmm. so that they can go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Do you know what I mean? That's deep, man. That's <laughs> deep. I like it. No, it's it's what came to mind yeah. for me because it's like these people should be able to be who it is that they are. Mm. Um, and as long as they're not doing anything wrong, what is it? Obviously, there there are difficulties that come with having learning disabilities. And so, but are those are we helping them through those difficulties in via like forcing them to be more like people who aren't who don't have learning disabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get, I get yeah. what you mean. Completely. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I don't know. Do either of you watch Abbott Elementary? Yep. Um, oh, so I was watching this like, um, YouTube documentary and it's talking about how how Janine and Greg are very like autistic coded. Yeah. Them, but, like, but he's a black man that masks it and she doesn't mask it and she's perceived as weird anyway. Yeah. So then now I was, um, yeah, so the whole video was by this like um, autistic black male YouTuber and he was talking about how just very much um, able-bodied privilege there is an able-minded privilege that what's the society that we live in kind of thing. Mm. And even the term he he highlighted and I was just like, this is very true, the term of like low functioning or high functioning Mm. autism, that's very dehumanizing and it just shows that we're in a capitalist society. Even like with psychiatric conditions, one of the like criteria for it to become a condition. So for it to be the difference between low mood and depression mm. or it being learning something or just what is the impact on daily functioning. Yeah. Mm. So it's always like we have to be like a functioning adult in yes. this capitalist society. Yeah. yeah. And so that's like my issue now. So even before we go to the learning disabilities type thing, where I know that like, for example, well, black women, well, they can be very depressed, but they're still going to work. They're still yeah. raising their families. So by definition, do they not meet the criteria yeah, for being the person? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and definitely that it's assimilation that we're wanting. We we do as a society, even like kind of um when you're working in this psychiatry trust, um, they're usually kind of like further like it more in the sticks. Mm. Um, and that is because in the olden days, mm. it would be that these people would go to oh. what is called asylums and they would be in the sticks like away from yes yeah there's like exiled a, essentially yeah wasn't yeah. that the yeah. case on the crown as well i think one of the queen's cousins the twins they're like they were disabled and they oh, were literally really? in home they would never mentioned wow. I can't have you watched the crown um no i've not watched oh. the crown but i watched bridgerton and i guess when he got like when the king when he was, was ill uh, yeah, yeah. yeah there's cousins of the queen and they're in like an asylum basically and they died and when he was never spoke of wow yeah that's interesting, actually. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, they are sent away. They are, yeah. yeah. I just find it really interesting because, yeah, I, I'm only thinking about it now. It's like, when, how we kind of uh, assess people's, like, mental health and, mm. and issues like learning difficulties, disabilities, is kind of based on how much of an inconvenience you are to other people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's mad. It's really I guess mad. even as well, actually, because I, I don't know if, if I needed a sick note or something like that. And then somebody said to me is that when you speak to a doctor mention the five key things it's affecting your work they were like make sure you mention Mm. you can't go to work for it 
oh, it was like your livelihood. There was like three mm. or five points he gave me. He was yeah. like, make sure you say this because they have a tick box that they need to. And then once you hit them, you yeah, can get your signal. Like, yeah. So interesting. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Oh, but yeah, um, did we have a toxic submission for this week? No, so we actually mean just for speaking actually. Okay. And what I wanted to maybe speak about uh, health, okay, and black women's health, yeah, because I feel like at the moment we're all aware of Eddie and his eggs. <laughs> <laughs> And Uncle he's Eddie. like, oh God. wake the fuck up, wake the fuck up, are you eating, are you like, and I'm not going to lie, I'm now in a space where I go to Tesco and I have, wake the fuck up, wake the fuck up. Seriously, yeah. like, like, I walk around like, wake the fuck up. So even the other day, I went to Tesco and I was like, wake the fuck up, wake the fuck up. And I literally just left with a box of eggs and went home. And I had no what milk. What kind of, you are an advertiser's like, dream, what on earth? I know, I'm Seriously. a sucker. And you just bought egg? Just egg. <laughs> I had no nothing proud else somewhere. No vegetables, nothing. Wow. Have you seen the meals that he even makes? That's what I was gonna say. That this is the man's advice that he's here. Chicken, blueberries, the avocado. avocado. <laughs> the blueberries is either yeah, avocado, boiling avocado. In I stew. never knew the avocado. It's the most. Cooked. Yeah, basically, I've I was never like, seen it cooked in my life. And I'm sure the most health benefits are when it's raw. So that part, <laughs> that part that's so true. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, but yeah, go on. But he really, I feel like he. Um, He's got millions of followers and I'm sure yeah. they do. Yeah, he does now. It's crazy. But um, I think he's getting the attention of a lot of black people. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was part of me that felt like, you know what? It feels like a good thing and we're all being health conscious. And it made me actually question how healthy black people are. Mm. And compared to white people, are we considerably less healthy than white people? Because I've kind of always grown up thinking that way. So yeah, in this country, you yeah, would, like, yeah. Yeah, like all like... Most of like black women and aunties that I think of, they're always a bit bulkier or there's more weight to them. Um, and I guess it makes me just feel like black people are straight out just unhealthy. And it just compared to white people, sorry. And it makes me feel like, is there any truth in that? Am I completely making that up? Um, mm. We all know about like BMI being racist, but how racist is it? Like what, where can we kind of meet? I guess health in the middle and Where's what's, the truth? what's yeah. true and yeah, what's not? Yeah. Because, you know, BMI is unhealthy, yeah. but are black people actually consuming the wrong foods? Um, mm. And is that contributing to like depression and all these kind of health issues that we've got going on? Like how much of control should we take over it? Or is it just all racist? And, it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of want to discuss about like, yeah, black people's, um, I guess mental health, but also more physical health yeah, in light sure. of the Eddie situation. Because yeah. he's yeah, popular yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And I really do hope that he does have a positive influence on everyone. But mm. is this, sustainable or is it like yeah is it yeah. a craze or yeah. whatever yeah i hear you i feel like i um i i'm a bit not of um what's the word that i'm looking for not a conspiracy theorist but <laughs> i don't it's i think blunt. there's a lot of no i keep i've been hitting blunts before i came today i feel like there's a lot of misinformation about food that is uh pushed on us from health professionals mm. um like i think that even the composition of food that we're supposed to eat according to like the NHS. Is it actually healthy? Mm. Like um, calorie counting, for example. I don't think that calorie counting is any good. Like I think it's good. Obviously, I'm not qualified. This is just my humble opinion. (laughs) But I think it's good for like an indicative idea of like tracking the amount of certain things that you should and shouldn't have Mm. and like having an an amount that isn't going to land you in an early grave. Mm. But I don't think it's good for actually maintaining and achieving optimal health mm. um mm. so i think that there are loads of things that like uh i don't know they've been like government uh, uh, in, uh, not incentives 
What are they called? Why am I losing my words? Are they initiatives? Initiatives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Government initiatives to like make the health of the country better, mm. but yeah. not optimal. But because we don't have the information on how to achieve optimal health, we think that this like mid middle ground that was supposed to just improve a bad situation is what we should strive for. Mm. Um, mm. And so I think like with black people more particularly, I the conspiracy theorist part comes in <laughs> where I think about back home. They do not have half of my plate is veg, quarter of it is protein, other quarter, quarter is carbs. Are they in optimal health? I don't know. But <laughs> life expectancy is pretty decent in a lot of our home countries. So where is the truth? And where, where does racism come in? Um, where does like government trying to fix a bad situation come in? Mm. What is good? So I'm, I'm not mad at people like Eddie mm. in that, you know, challenge the status quo when it comes to healthy foods and, and what we should consider healthy. I just think what he's saying is bullshit. <laughs> I'm not mad at his, the, the idea of that, but what he's doing, I don't I don't see how that's going to land you in any optimal. I, I think he's hench and he's like, work the fuck up, be hench like me. And that's, that doesn't mean that you're healthy, uncle, sorry. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think? Like, what, yeah, we've said a lot of random things. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to correct to work with it. Yeah, she's like, that was bullshit. Yeah. That was, no, that was no, true. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Listen, um, with, with me, like, what I love about these conversations or even the content that I make, it's always like a two-way street in terms yeah. of conversation. I'm never going to, you, you know, yes, yeah, fine. I do have my degrees and, and things like that, expertise in that way. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I'm always humble to hear people's opinions and mm. stuff. And I think this is going to be a very interesting Unnecessary discussion. Nice. So, let's get into it. Yeah, you said a lot of different things. Um, we did. Yeah, we so did. let's let's start with Eddie. Um, so in terms of like his baseline message of like eat whole foods, mm-hmm. eat foods that are foods. Yeah, like, that's mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, but then he takes it a bit too far, where he then goes like, oh, only eat one meal a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, again, it's like in terms of the what is your Qualifications apart from being hench. Yeah. When I say (laughs) when I say like qualifications, it doesn't need to be for like from institutions because we know those are you know elitist, exclusive. You know, Mm. um. But what's the what's where are you drawing your knowledge from, Mm. and what's the goal here as well when we're thinking about bias, and that's what really well that's what made me start my content as well because it was at the time of COVID and Mm. when there was lots of like fake news going around, especially in our community and people are conscious about their health mm. um, and anxious about it. And mm. it's just, it's just, it's just a shame that the info that is there is like, you just don't know whether it's reputable or not. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely with Eddie, I think he goes a bit too far. And then with like diet um, kind of advice anyways, those eat well plates that we see and stuff like that, mm. it's very much on a lens of like, I feel like in the in the white gaze. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And kind of in terms of like, oh, you, you grew up thinking that black people are are like less healthy. Yeah, I think that that is probably what like mainstream medicine would mm. say. It's kind yeah. of like pathologizing black bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it comes from the beginning where it was actually because you you mentioned the remember you mentioned the NPR uh thingy about like the medical uh, the racist origins of my medical fat phobia. Yeah, was it? Yeah, eight? we spoke about yeah, that in the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. I'm, reading, I'm reading that book at the moment. Oh, you're reading and, it. Um, nice. Yeah, the 
If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You have to remember that like when white people came to like colonize all the different countries and stuff like that, they then now categorized us mm. into different races. And, mm-hmm. and and when they were doing the categorization, it wasn't just like, oh, this one has a different skin color. Mm. It's, this one has is different to me. Yeah. And therefore, how am I superior? It was always in that yes. way relative that they needed to, to yeah. yeah, relative yeah. to them and they needed to be shown to be on top. Exactly. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, I would definitely not say that like one race is healthier than the other. Mm. Um but there are a lot of things at the moment that are as a society, as you say, are maybe making us I don't even really think that the government is focusing on on getting better health because, like, for example, like, I feel like with COVID, I, I'm really, like, annoyed that at that time that they didn't, like, put on, um, you know, on all the billboards, like, you know, eat fruit and veg, drink mm. water. Like, that could have been a time where people were really receptive to any type of government recommendation. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, That's really true. Yeah. That would have been a great opportunity to do that. That's so true, yeah. Yeah, but when you went to the supermarkets, okay, toilet paper was gone, but all the yeah. fruit <laughs> <laughs> Was expiring in the <laughs> shelf, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess, like, what is health? And it depends how you define health. Mm. Um, if you're defining health as the absence of disease, or if you're... That's true. Uh, which, which I think you're trying to... You're going towards the definition of kind of, like, being able to do everything you want to do yeah. mentally mm-hmm. and fits. physically yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. So then that means that then your definition of health is going to be personal to you. So mm. what yeah. do you want to do? What do you feel like you are able to do with your mind and body at the moment Mm. and then how can you like you know work towards that yeah I think even when I spoke about the kind of my experience of feeling like black and unhealthy even came from when I was a small child and I went to the doctors Mm. because I remember them saying that I'm obese Mm -hmm. and I used to think am I obese oh my gosh and I guess as someone who's always chubby and kind of curvaceous which I associate that with all my black side I was like well, I'm unhealthy, <laughs> you know. And then I think when you also um, take into consideration class as well. Mm. So I grew up with, my mom would probably hand me a plate with a bit of lettuce on and be like, that's a healthy meal mm-hmm. <laughs> um, next to her oven food. Basically. Yeah, There's lettuce yeah. and oven food. This and is a healthy, is healthy meal. Yeah. yeah. And I still, even now, like kind of growing up, I still have to be kind of conscious of like, what is actually healthy? There's so mm. many things I had to unlearn. And yeah, um, we used to drink water with like sugar in it. You know, the yeah. Volvic strawberry water. Such a fruit. <laughs> but like, I'll, be, I'll be told by the doctor, at least that's something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's my point is that things are, a lot of things medicine wise is mm. rooted in just don't be the worst. It's like, how do we improve a bad situation? Yeah. You're getting hydration. There's sugar in it, which ideally it wouldn't be, but you're getting your hydration. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was hard. So I think, yeah, I've always kind of struggled with like, um, yeah, as a being a person of color, like with health and exercise as well. Obviously my hair's a different texture, but even I guess maybe in school when we used to pee, a lot of like my black friends would be like, I'm not running out because it's raining. My hair's going to shrink. Mm-hmm. So I think even that swimming as well, it's more mm-hmm. of a process. Um, it just feels like a lot of things aren't c- catered to us enough, which then puts us off kind of divulging in. Yeah, health and wealth or whatever. And even now, like when we had a discussion recently, when we throw parties, 
We've kind of got to a place where I don't want jollof and chicken and all those kind of things. Mm. But amongst black friends, that's what we're eating because that's what you're kind of given. As if you go to a white friend's dinner party, there's like olives. Yeah, and yeah. And literally, yeah. and border. And it's actually... Charcuterie. You might, eat, but might feel a bit healthy leaving, yeah. actually. Yeah, 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 It's a bit light. <laughs> but with us, we sit down, we eat, and we're like, oh, I want to lay down. I don't want to sit up on this chair anymore because I'm so full. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the itis because um, (laughs) in in, in our cultures, yeah, Yeah. a good meal afterwards is if you feel you need to to open up your belt. (laughs) Actually, because I'm kind of now learning about like insulin resistance and things like that like hmm mm. is that feeling sleepy after a meal maybe a sugar crash yeah, yeah. That like oh you're needing something sweet after a meal is that is that a sugar crash mm. yeah like that so again it's the it's the unlearning or it's the learning from from what our cultures yeah you know, kind of yeah yeah and i think as well it's um it's interesting because then now we see so i think a lot of stuff from Okay, so I think like everything in moderation type yeah. thing like that. Mm. So, for example, like jollof or kelewele type of thing, these type of festival, yes. all these things yes, are always... Yeah. <laughs> I know, you're making me hungry. I like 25 festivals. 25? When I went to Jamaica. Oh, wait, it's Every Jamaica. day it's like, Dublin, of like, wake up, Dublin, wake up, Dublin. It's like, I can't totally get it. Yeah. It's like a quick bite, isn't it? Yeah, I think if you cut up in my stomach, 25 festivals <laughs> would fall out and about five things... <laughs> Matthew and back in Ting is really funny. <laughs> Ting every day. Ting. Um, <laughs> these things are actually like because um, a lot of the time we think like, oh well, if we look at people from back home, like they're healthy, la la la. Mm. They have different lifestyles to what we have here, and yeah. a lot of the stuff that we that we eat, it, as I said, all those things that I was listing, those are actually like special occasion foods, but yeah. we've actually made them more day to day foods. Yeah. Like meat. Um, so I was watching this thing and it was talking about like the history of Filipino food. I I I watch a lot of random things and um she she was talking about how like pre-colonial times, you know, meat would be a special occasion, something. Ah. But now it's like in their in um uh their country's meat is something breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah, breakfast, no, lunch, yeah. dinner. Yeah. So it's that excess yeah. um that is the issue. Mm. So natively, uh, if we really think as to what our ancestors were eating. It was healthy. And then also they were in different conditions. Whereas yeah. sunlight, whereas you're walking, you have this space to be walking around mm. and stuff like that. But we think we can maybe eat their special occasion things very often. Sit at our sedentary, you know, sit at our desk. Yeah, And yeah. then be like, and oh, but my ancestors yeah. did it. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> they didn't do the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's the part that people are missing is the environmental factor. Because I think... Uh, people like me I am a firm believer in it too That like back home they are healthy So I think we need to be aware of that In, in a sense that It doesn't mean that there Our foods are bad In, in of themselves mm. And that's the idea that I think Is what feeds you and I Growing up mm. and thinking black people are less healthy yeah. Is that we've come here And we were told what you eat back home Yeah is terrible for you. Yeah. That much carbs yeah. in one yeah. that ball of pounded jam in one meal <laughs> that will kill you. Like, and so now we've removed all of our context, and it's just that food is bad, and it's a, a wonder and a mystery. To, it's a wonder and a mystery to us that mm. our aunties and uncles aren't dying at forty two. Like, <laughs> because it's it's that environmental element yeah. that makes it different. It is not that it's bad in of itself. It's not bad in itself, and and it's it's not helpful for us to think of foods as like bad or good because mm. then that can get into 
and again, like with with um influencers, if you would call him that, uh, like Eddie, you know, it's kind of like getting into the orthorexia type yeah. um, avenue, and people can sometimes like really tout disordered eating, and it's just like, um, but at the same time, in Africa, the the life expectancy is lower. It's not like they don't have the rates of like hypertension and mm. and and things like that. So it's again the thing of like. Okay, so we've been told again that our foods are bad. Um, what I'm also seeing is that maybe like fresh food as well is kind of it's a kind of something of a civilization to be having like processed food yeah. sometimes. So we're actually again rejecting our ways in order to give what we've been sold. Yeah. And 100%. then it's like years later, then they tell us, no, actually that's really bad. Go back to your and then they'll sell us. The stuff what that we, we were, already had. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the case in Jamaica, I think. I think a lot of their things have um they're not they're impo- imported now. A lot of yeah. their foods mm. is so Such much processed really? foods. Like and fruits so expensive, like in supermarkets. Wow. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So breakfast wise, it's like I don't actually because I don't eat all bread or processed sausage or whatever mm. in the morning in the UK. Because I'll fall asleep I'll go back to bed yeah, yeah. But in Jamaica Not like there was no option Let me not even lie <laughs> I did have a choice You chose, you chose to eat the sausage But yeah The fruit didn't feel accessible <laughs> <laughs> No but I did struggle though Like when I was in Nigeria I really struggled To lay my hands On fresh fruit and wow. veg You did in yeah I remember yeah, yeah. Wow. Like I was on my knees For a salad And really? it was just Impossible mm. to, to find the, I eventually found a place That I ordered a salad from and it was literally just like drowning in like sugar and and dressing <laughs> or whatever. But um, yeah, I did find that weird because fresh produce is one hundred percent. We we live off of fresh produce. Like yeah. most of our food, all the stews is some type of leaf or spinach. Yeah. Not one that mm. you find easily here, yeah. um, and full of it. Yeah. So even that, to be fair, I've always found. I find myself battling. Um, I guess if I think a healthy, an African meal is healthy or not. So I, my mom will make me a healthy version of egusi. And she doesn't use oil. She uses melon seeds. That's the egusi. Mm. Um, she uses ugu leaves, which is like, a, I think it's melon tree leaves or something. Some kind of leaf. And when I look at all of these ingredients, I'm like, surely there are so many health benefits in each and oh, every one definitely. of these things. But I was told that this is too heavy or too unhealthy. Yeah. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? So uh-huh. I, till today, my mom will make me this healthy egusi. And if I'm having a really good day at week in the gym, I'll be like... Oh, you'll second guess it. I'm worried about uh-huh. eating it. And I don't know if I'm... Is this internalized rubbish? Or is it? Is there truth to it? I don't know. Um, yeah, I would say that it probably is like internalized anti-blackness yeah, and associating yeah. blackness um, with, you know, primitiveness and yeah. with like not... not you know, yeah, I just, it's amazing how many like superfoods we have exactly. like in the, in the African diet. And when I say that, you know, there's so many countries in Africa and the Caribbean. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we all come from countries which are like abundant in f- different fruit and veg. Mm-hmm. Like when you taste fruit there and you taste fruit here, it's, it's totally different. Completely <laughs> it's a joke, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, and it's actually, it's interesting because again, as I said, when I'm looking up at like, the insulin and glucose and stuff like mm. that, like, um, so carbs, yeah, that they want to paint as, like, oh, the carbs are the devil. Mm-hmm. But it's actually depending on what you pair with it. Ah. So yeah, exactly. So then now maybe the, the fufu alone or the ugali alone is mm. 
not the greatest yeah. But when you now pair it with the protein And you pair it with the veg and fibre And things mm. like that Then that actually slows down the release of glucose and stuff oh. So um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay uh, That's the music to my ears yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting um, So I feel like every civilization Has been given the tools um to like look after it's like every civilization is is clever and mm. and these things are, have been passed down from ancestors for a reason mm-hmm. you know so um most definitely it's not inherently unhealthy in and of itself it's maybe how it's been warped over time so mm. maybe from fresh tomatoes to the now tin tomatoes mm. or from you know using maybe a little bit of less oil to then now or let's say like palm oil the palm oil that our ancestors were using is not the same one that we're buying in the yeah. African food store, yeah. which is like yeah. probably got colouring. Processed, in it yeah, 100%. Yeah, processed. And that's another thing, again, with processed food is um, like we're eating a lot of non-food foods these days. Yeah. Mm. Um, and we just don't have the data as to how that's affecting us long term. But we can see that it is affecting us um, negatively. Mm. And again, it's the thing with like class and stuff like that, as you mentioned. Um, in terms of like, because I realized, so yeah, yeah I, I grew up working class and like my mom was single mom for for most of our childhoods. But a great privilege that I've now only realized as I'm older that is a privilege is that like she did cook us meals like every day, like to have oh, home cooked meals, mm. fresh food, like veg on the plate and stuff. Yeah. Like, so that's, that's a privilege because not everybody mm. ha- is privy to that like, yeah. Life, my thing was more like even again, I think it's quite common in maybe working class culture and I guess black culture as well, is like finish what's on your plate. Mm. Like food is scarce. So it's like okay. fill yourself up, be full, yeah. because you're being fed again tomorrow. Like the, <laughs> right. there's no there's no room for like, I'm full now. Let me finish it. It's like I have to even now sometimes I have a meal and I'm like, you don't have to feel full. Wow. You're okay yeah. to just eat. And just go about your day. Yeah, yeah but yeah. there is, I guess, this kind of um, mindset that I, it's ingrained in me that yeah. finish all of your food until you can feel it. Yeah. Then you're done. Yeah. You yeah. know, and there's That's always true. room for dessert as well. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> always room for that. There's and no again, it's from the, the sugar craving that I have. And I might, because someone, someone done a meme once and they were like, maybe you're not actually craving so much sugary. Maybe you're just thirsty. Yeah, that's so the one thing. time I yeah, tried it, I was that. like, oh, I'm just thirsty. <laughs> Why did you want to see? I don't need the cake. <laughs> and then I'm still thirsty after the cake and I have water. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I was just thirsty. <laughs> the, um, that's interesting that you talk about food scarcity. Yes, mm. because like, um, so there's like a direct link between um, uh, growing up poor or mm. like food poor. Um, or there's a term for it. Food insecure. So you're not mm, sure exactly yeah. when your next meal is. Okay. Yeah. And then bulimia in your late teens and early oh, adulthood. And it's that thing of that like uh, guilt, shame, restrictions around food mm. and stuff like that. It can, yeah. So yeah, it's crazy how um, poverty can affect yeah. um, eating patterns yeah. uh, throughout mm. your life. And it's, it's culture as well, but I guess they're probably all connected because obviously... Most African cultures, food is love. Mm. Um, it's a eating is a part of our culture, enjoying food. Um, but yeah, this conversation I've always seen that as that's just who we are. But like this conversation is making me think. Well, that's probably come from poverty too, in that it's like giving you money. Like if if food has such high value because we don't have much of it, of course food is love. 
Do you get oh, what I mean? Oh, okay. Does that make sense? But then our ancestors wouldn't have been poor. Like, because when did we start being poor? We've been colonial time. Yes. But so but we do, do we know if that was a culture for our ancestors? Oh, from beforehand? Yeah. I guess maybe it's a thing of like, now, if I'm thinking of like back home, I think still probably like, Older men, they they think having a bit of a pot belly is kind of like yeah, a, a good thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's so, interesting. Yeah, because I think about um, kind of growing up of how I celebrate Christmas. So I'm working class, but my mom, the white family, and they presents was a huge thing. Mm. I feel like amongst my lot of my black friends, it was like no food is our thing. Mm. So for me, it was like you get the meal out of the way, and then you have your presents. Right. But for a lot of black cultures, even black people that I speak to now, it's like it's all about the food. Yeah. But I think food was always a kind of like an inconvenience for me growing up. Maybe mm. for my work, my mom's not. She wasn't like maternal in a way of like I want to feed you sort of thing. You, she didn't yeah. want to cook. It was like oh. That's annoying. Let me get it out of the way. And Got still you. to this day, I'm someone I find food an inconvenience. Mm. So it's like I just want to get it out of the way. Interesting. Um, and it makes me feel like I'm, yeah, it still has an impact on me now. And sometimes I worry as a parent. I'm like, when we're gonna feed my kids? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like you used to come to my house follow and be like, sorry, there's not enough. There's not there enough food. No food. Yeah. Whereas if I came to your house and there wasn't enough food, your mum would split that between the both of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. food is love. Yeah, um, yeah. Hundred. And you're like that. You're a giver. With, um, with food, food as well, well yeah. But yeah. So yeah, it's interesting you say that because it makes me think about how to go back to when you spoke about how we see certain foods as being bad. Mm. Um, and I think for me, psychologically, sometimes when it's bad and, you know, if I have a bad day at work, I'm like, let me just have the tub of ice cream. Let me do this because I need to feed myself with more shit because I feel shit already. Mm. Whereas if I don't perceive it to be so bad, mm. maybe I would avoid it. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and maybe because yeah. like there's... um. I guess there's kind of a temptation for things that are bad. Yeah. When you know it's bad, it's like, let me just yeah, quickly do it. Yeah. Sort of things. When when it's not, then it's like, oh, you know, maybe I'm not so tempted to have that thing because it's not a, a huge restriction for me. Yes, mm. yeah. Because exactly. um, when I was in, when I would say I was in my most healthiest bag, I used to um work out and I used to have a, a little um milky bar ice cream, literally a little one, every single day. Mm. And that just like got me going. I right. didn't um because I have a habit of maybe purging like really bad food sometimes. But because I had it in moderation each day, I didn't crave it anymore. Yeah, it just scratched the itch. Yeah, it just scratched the itch. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's making me think that I need to try and get back to that point where I am giving myself, a, a even if it's just a sweet a day, mm. rather than going from one extreme to the other. Because yes. mm. I will literally like, I, I know what's technically healthy. So I'll go to the extreme. And then my other extreme is like, KFC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Followed yeah. by an Oreo milkshake. Yeah. And what's it? Yeah. Strawberry laces. <laughs> yeah. There's, with the, I'm, I'm trying to challenge my perspective on mm. this idea of like what is healthy foods mm. off the back of this conversation. So thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's two things that come to mind. One is uh, this Instagram craze of like a new, I don't know, supplement. Per week, CMOS, for example, like ah. we've got we've got loads of these things that are apparently complete as foods, <laughs> yeah. and they have every single mineral and nutrient <laughs> you need in, in life in that one spoon a day. And I'm skeptical about it because I just don't 
I think we've had, I think we're in a generation that everyone thinks that they are the first people to think. And all of our, <laughs> our predecessors, they didn't have brains. That part. <laughs> yeah. How is it that we are discovering all of these things <laughs> only now? Um, but maybe it's not the case. Maybe, maybe they weren't just discovered. Maybe people just didn't acknowledge how great they are for us. Mm. Um, but yeah, what, I, I still don't, if I'm honest, I don't even understand the benefits of CMOS or what they say, <laughs> what they say the benefits are. But I just know that I'm skeptical about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, how much truth do you think is in stuff like that? Uh, CMOS, I think, is not too much of the CMOS now. I think the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that um yeah, CMOS is good. It's just like um it's got like 82 of the 102 minerals or something. Uh, don't quote me on those numbers that are available in the world or something. So it's just a very mineral rich kind of quote unquote superfood type okay. thing. Mm. So it's just like a it's like a multivitamin, but it's like more of like a natural one because okay. their their argument is that like the vitamins that you find like in most supermarkets is full of like talc and like you know powder like yeah you know, type things. So they're saying it's a more like natural digestible one. Okay. Mm. Okay. Has have you have you tried it? I used to have the capsules um, and then I actually looked at them in the car the other day and they expired. <laughs> <laughs> you might have fucked yourself yeah, up. Yeah, but I <laughs> Have you tried it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to um, uh, use CMOS, yeah, put it in my juices and smoothies and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I Did you see any difference again. in anything? Um, so that's the thing. I think that like most... Most like healthiness, it's not that exciting where you're going to be like, whoa, and then the yeah. next day, yeah. <laughs> and I was supercharged. Yeah. I could do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but that's how they make it seem, and that's, that's what makes, makes me skeptical. Yeah, because I, it's not hard to believe that something that's rich in minerals is good for you. But yeah. when you go all over TikTok and everyone is like, guys, the CMOS, oh my God, it's changed my life. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah, it grew mm. my edges back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing though, again, like with um, people selling the CMOS or mm. Eddie, it's about the hooks and the engagement, unfortunately, yes. we're in yeah. the attention economy. So if mm. I make a video and I say, oh, hi, we could try this vitamin um, and it'll make you feel better in the long run. Or do I say it's boring? Wake the F up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wake the you. <laughs> and you need this. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's true. true. I'm yeah. a sucker, I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's, so that's what it is. There's so many people. And again, that's why I would just say, like, if if because there is so much information out there and it could be so confusing, mm. just think, okay, what is this person's qualification? Mm. Are they trying to elicit an emotional response from me yeah. and what do they have to gain from this yeah. yeah I feel like the three most marketable thing most marketable emotions on social media at the moment is like fear hope and love yeah um, yeah so yeah when somebody's when it sounds too good to be true it probably is it yeah. probably is yeah and most of health is boring long yeah and it's long term yeah but that's what makes it sustainable rather than okay yeah now i'm gonna buy all this like new gadgets and gears mm. and whatever um and then you find that you like reverse back on yourself yeah but it just, it goes to show just how confused people are about yeah. health though and how desperate people are yeah and people are profiting off of that and that just is what makes yeah. me sad. Mm. yeah mm. i am it's it feels like a silly question but i kind of know where i'm going with it <laughs> would you say that most most health issues come from what you eat because I feel like I'm now, I'm in my 30s now. <laughs> and I feel like my body's changing a lot. And I guess I'm mm. more exposed to like my 
parents' health, for example. And I'm just like, I feel like with my mum in particular, I'm now thinking, if you were actually looked after your health, mm. this wouldn't be the case. Mm. So I feel like she has a range of health issues that have come from eating. Mm. And I'm now at an age where I'm like, I'm not actually too far from you. So am I building myself up to get to this point where you are with your health because what I'm putting in my body? Mm. Um, so it just makes me think, do I, do I really, really need, like how, I know it sounds silly, but how seriously should people be taking their health and what they eat? Um, in general, because does it, of like does it actually your life? Yeah, yeah. Does yeah. it have? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Does it actually extend your life expectancy? Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I know. I, obviously, I know the answer is probably yes. It is really important, but how important is is it? Mm. And I think we now live in just in general as well. I guess you hear of people who's like, oh, I was ninety, I smoked to the age of eighty, I'm fine, sort of thing. <laughs> so it's like. What are my chances here? Should I should I risk it? And like, could we okay? <laughs> my best should I continue or... to eat my fried chicken? <laughs> or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just I'm I, I'm getting to an age now where I don't want to get to sixty and be like, fuck's sake, Ricky, why did you mm. eat like this? Now mm. you've got to this point mm. because you just couldn't control your chicken intake. Yeah, <laughs> if you, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. again, I think I'm just looking for the scared, um, scare, scare, scare mongering kind of approach from you. I want you to tell me like. Yes, this is really bad. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no, I'm, I'm never yeah, gonna, I'm yeah. never gonna do that because they wake the fuck up. Because you know my my um you know my whole thing, especially as this mm. podcast is for Black women. I'm talking yeah. to you, somebody who, as you said, that little girl was told in a doctor's office, mm. you are wrong. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I want compassionate, culturally relevant mm. advice for black women, you know, yeah. um, and something that, cause again, as we're saying, there's so much emotions around food. There's mm. love. It's when you have a bad day. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. at least food can make my day right. Or yeah. is it that I'm even punishing myself further with food, et cetera, mm. et cetera. Yeah. So in terms of food, it is really important. Mm. Like, so my thing is that, um, you know, I could give anybody any type of pill but it's three times a day what is on your plate yeah. that's gonna make more of a difference than anything i could mm. ever give you okay. or anything that is going to happen in the hospital yeah yes. nutrition is extremely important mm. um in terms of yeah because there's just so much uh information out there i try to keep it simple yeah i would say try to eat as many foods as like that your great grandma would recognize mm. if they would have recognized it Hmm, is this actually food or is it not food? Mm. That's one. Another one is just try to get a lot of different colors on your plate. That means because different colors is basically different vitamins. I love mm. a colorful plate. Same, <laughs> yeah. same. It, it actually brings me joy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take a little picture. I'm like, yeah, same. <laughs> <Hey guys>. yeah. <laughs> um, and and just see how food makes you feel mm. afterwards. Mm. So we we really have to like because we're all different. All of our bodies are different. So we really have to kind of like take audit of our own body. So, okay, on this week when I was eating mostly, you know, takeaways or whatever like that, how did I feel afterwards? Mm. On this day where I was eating mostly this, how did I feel afterwards? Because mm. then that can never guide you wrong. Yeah. Um, so then it goes to a thing of being able to listen to oneself. And obviously there is always noise around that from yeah. what we've been talking about, how, you know, we've been indoctrinated with some certain noise. Mm. Um so, yeah, listen to your own body and mm. try and do what's best for you. And then, yeah, then now follow people who are, you know, reputable, who aren't trying to sell you something. Yeah. And 
you just want to get to a point where you can do again what we're going back to that definition of health instead of just the absence of disease mm. but wanting it to be that you are you know excelling in your mind and physical body mm. however that looks like for you if it means that so that you can run with your children if it means that yeah. so you can run for your bus if yeah. it means that you <laughs> can you know or that you're you know that your skin used to be some type of way but you know that now with this more stress um it's gone this way you know like just little little things here and there yeah um i know as black women can sometimes look after other people before ourselves mm-hmm. yep. who are really highly stressed <laughs> and yeah. things like that stress yeah. is a bigger 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 killer as well mm-hmm. yeah um yeah. in our community we we pride ourselves on being strong black women on being hard working and things like that you know and of course uh you know there. <laughs> I understand there's, you know, different situations and stuff like that. Some people are like single moms and this, Mm -hmm. that, and that. But everywhere that we are, we can make little changes. So it's not that tomorrow you're going to be the three times marathon runner or the... (laughs) 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 Must be nice. Yeah. But, you know, little changes here and there, sustainable, just getting better by 1% every week, every month or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that, it can be a sustainable difference because we have to prioritize these things because we think that maybe we can, oh no, it's quicker and easier for me to just do this or, oh, I don't have time to go to therapy. Oh, I don't have money to to take a day off work. It's either you choose now Mm. to prioritize yourself or like the body can't be fooled or tricked. Like it's always, that's really true. Yeah, Yeah. it's always going to catch up. So it's either you do it, by choice or by force? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's that's one of the things that I was going to get onto is that I think your what you said about listening to your body um really hit home and it made me think about how like a lot of diseases and problems with the body like people don't see the body as the machine that it is mm. that it needs to be maintained like yeah, you take your car for servicing you yeah. you go to get it washed weekly like there's there are things you have to do mm-hmm. To maintain it And people don't see their body that way I think um, Like I was th- When you were speaking I was thinking about things like You can be pre-diabetic Before you're diabetic mm. It's like People wait until Their body starts to break down Before They start to try and take action Yeah And they, they allow themselves To get to that forced To take action per place yeah. Um, But yeah One of the things that I wanted to talk about as well Was size And within the black community okay. And with black women specifically Because I think That the mentality that makes a lot of black women struggle to kind of care about their long-term health mm-hmm. is that they equate, not, it's not just black women, most people do, equate weight with health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think people see weight as something that they can control when they f- see fit. So I can mm-hmm. have a terrible week and eat as much as I want, put on six pounds and not feel bad about it because when I'm ready, I'll lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's almost like um, that people aren't seeing the the body as the machine that it is in that. Even though, yeah, maybe in six weeks, if I started to eat healthily and diet, I could lose the weight that I've put on. My body being a machine, there is internal damage that I have caused mm. for it, if you get what I mean. Um, and that's, that's the dangerous side. Because I, I know so many people that think that they have time. And it's like, because they equate health with weight, they are big and they're like, I feel okay with my clothes. I'm body positive. I don't really care. I'm not concerned about my, 
actual health, I'm concerned about my weight. That part. Mm. And when I'm ready to fix my weight, mm. I'll fix my weight. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that adds a, it's, it complicates things because there's also the nation, notion that black people think that we are, well, black people a lot of the time can be bigger mm-hmm. kind of naturally. Yeah. Mm. Um, so how do people take control of their health? Mm. And separate their health from their weights. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, mm. that's, that's, that's good. Uh, that's a very good question. And it's true. Health and weight are two different things. Mm. Sometimes weight is just one aspect. Weight is, and size is just one aspect of the whole picture. And I think just as women, just in general, it's just such a shame mm. how much weight occupies our mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Constantly. You guys asked me how I was this week and I said I've been eating and I've put on weight. (laughs) It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. From the age of like six until 60s. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It never ends. It never never ends. Yeah. So we have to try to, yeah, divorce ourselves from that Mm. constant Mm. um, feeling of Badness or, or wanting to be thin and, and just wanting to be small as, yeah. as women, like let's take up space. Like I, I truly do believe the thing of like wanting thinness is opposite of like taking up space, kind mm. of. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. actually interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, and of course, yeah. So yeah, black women are um we are just looking naturally more curvier and, mm-hmm. like, and 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 larger and things like that. So in terms of BMI, we know that BMI is like a pretty useless tool. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> the... Um, You're healing my inner child here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Oh. It's just, yeah. The, so that they say there's like a... Um, so BMI was made in like the 1800s uh, mm. by this like Belgian uh anthropologist or something like that and it was based on white men mm. and then in the 1940s then um the uh it was like insurance companies in america that had to stratify people according to like mm. how likely were they to live and type of that so mm. they put like the arbitrary numbers ah, and then that you. is what is now persisted in in um healthcare crazy so the so yes at the extremes of weight, you know, like let's get into the morbidly obese side mm. and stuff like that. Then, yeah, so obesity by definition is the weight at which adverse health outcomes mm. occur. Okay. Um, but um, so for black women, they say that if they're going to do it more accurately, so we are, we actually achieve our optimal health at a little bit of higher um higher weights higher weights slash BMI than our white counterparts and Asian people it's actually the opposite where Mm. actually they can have more adverse health outcomes it takes like less BMI for this yeah so again weight and Mm -hmm. health completely detached Um, so yeah <laughs> you do well. No, you are. Yeah, I'm like fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> really um, so yeah, so the yeah that we should be at a bit of if we wanted to really calibrate it for ourselves, our BMI should be like a little bit uh, further along. Um, okay. However, still even with that calibration, there mm. is still a lot of us that are in that now um, obese category. Mm. Um, so I would say yeah, 
don't focus on the weight because that's not helpful. We know that scales lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know yeah. that like mm-hmm. sizes yeah. lie. Mm-hmm. We know that, you know, again, it's just one aspect of the thing. And then again, it's because we've been taught because, you know, fatness and, and weight and we, we attribute um, uh, characteristics mm. to fatness or thinness. Yes. And that's why it's so deep. Yeah. But if we just saw weight for what it was, just, oh, extra just tissue. Extra, yeah. 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 It wouldn't be so deep. Yeah. But that even, and that's what can even now paralyze us from actually even making our lives better because yeah. we feel like, oh, well, I'm shit. I've been counted out yeah. already. Yeah. 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 I'm out of the game before yeah. I even started. Exactly. Mm. So, um, yeah, don't focus. And just know yourself as well. What is helpful for you? Mm. Because if you're more of a numbers person and, and that is helpful for you, mm-hmm. then, but if it's paralyzing you, mm. then, you know, um, step away from it. Step yeah. away from it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, you know, if the scale's going to make you cry, then it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> to be in, in yeah. the BMI of normal, if you're going to be hazy because you're hardly eating anything and you're, and you're <laughs> definitely been there. Yeah. That's us sometimes. Yeah. I've been there many a time. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the things that you want to engage in is the, the movement every day, mm-hmm. the eating food that is, yeah, as we said, in a different, you know, different colors and, you know, mm. nourishing and you feel energized mm. afterwards. fatigue, energy, your period, th- mm. these type of, those are all so much more information rich than mm. just a number on the scale. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. Your yeah. bowel movements. Um, your, you know, the color of your urine. Like, there's so many with your skin. How, how dull or how, you know, glowy. And, yeah. You know, all of those things. Um, are your mood, mm. your sleep. All mm. of those things are so much more, um, helpful. Yeah. And if you focus on those, movement, sleep, bowels, skin, you're gonna, by you know, by default, you're gonna be at your optimal health, yeah. health. your optimal your health. Yeah. Optimal, yeah. yeah yeah that's really helpful because very... i feel like as someone who's always like struggled with weight my whole life it's like i think i need a fresh way of thinking about things mm. but my only idea of health was like let me see how much i weigh yeah. and i know everyone says don't check the cells so i'm just looking at myself but now you now because you've said check for your urine your what your stools look like or whatever i'm like oh that's how that's a new way of like registering how i feel reframing and like, your health reframing yeah, my yeah, health yeah. So i'm like oh that's a new idea that i can the new approach I can take to like monitor my health, um, which is, yeah, it's helpful and inspiring. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Because I, I think of times that people that I know, like, or even myself have been in like a really stressful place. Mm. And as you said, like stress is a major killer. I was literally yep. saying that to you this morning. Yeah, you were saying Because um, I've been stressed recently. <laughs> and I was like, I'm dying, Rukia. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> I shall never die. No. <laughs> You're going to die. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, a little bit far, but... <laughs> I'll live as long as possible. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like in those times of stress, you lose weight and there's a part of you that's happy about it. And it's like your health is literally deteriorating before your eyes. But because you've attributed weight loss with health, you're completely disregarding this very, this killer, the stress that is Uh killing you. Mm. Um, So yeah, I, I agree. Like I'm, I feel like I needed this conversation, especially right now. Like, (laughs) I want to reframe how I think about my health and, like, about my body. Mm. Um, Because, you know, we're getting to that age now as well that you see people around you who, like you said with your mom, like, there are health implications. And it's like... People people too often wait till it's too little, too late yeah. before they actually start doing something about their health, and then it's like you're trying to correct your health as opposed to just maintaining 
good health. Mm. Um, but people aren't armed with these tools. Like, we're not taught to look at the color of our urine frequently. Like, some yeah. of us know it, but it's not something that we take a mental note of mm. daily, for example. Stools, um, sleep. We, it's almost like um, we allow our bodies to happen to us yeah. as opposed to like taking control it's true. of our bodies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I even went, I told follow up, I had a, a busy week, weekend last weekend of eating. Um, and then I worked out on Monday. I woke up in a really bad mood and I thought I was PMSing. My period's not even due. Mm. So like again, it's like I can't fathom why I'm in a bad mood if nothing's happening and my period's not due. Because mm. I'm only in a bad mood if my period's due and you know, stressful things are happening so it's like why am I sad mm. and it must have been because I was what I was eating and I actually wow. worked out and I burst into tears because yeah. I was so I felt I just couldn't shake off the sadness and I just felt so full like even from that weekend yeah and I'm like all that food that I was eating has had such an impact on my mood mm. um but if if my period was due I would have just thought oh it's my period yeah <laughs> and yeah. I wouldn't even considered it's what I put into my body yeah um but yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation. I found I really it really inspiring. Same, yeah. And it's kind of made me, like, it's, it's a nice reminder that health for black people isn't, res- that health isn't reserved for white people. No, it's not. Because um, I'm not going to lie, I definitely grew up looking at, like, white girls eating carrot sticks and be like, oh, for lunch. Yeah. Like, Even till now when I'm going to <laughs> yeah. class pass and it's all the skinny white women doing Pilates. Yeah. And I'm like, this is your space. Health. Yeah. Like fitness is not for it's us. It's for white people. Like, yeah. Or again, it's for in my head, it's for the, the black coteps. Yeah. Yeah. Who do like spring from bars and like yeah. Kind of, yeah, kind yeah. Of stuff or like eat like, and the, a mango for sauce. breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like only for those kind of people. Yeah. But health is for everybody. Mm. It genuinely is. Mm. But um yeah, it's just been a nice reminder for me that yeah, I can be healthy. I know it sounds silly, but like you can be healthy. I can be healthy. Yeah. And healthy is not just weight loss. It's like yeah. your version of health. Yeah. yeah. Very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and health is not a destination, it's a journey. That yes. part too. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's also where people end up being like, I'll do it later. And it's like, yeah. no, start your journey now. <laughs> yeah. Um amazing. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us. I hope you guys feel like empowered. I genuinely feel yeah, empowered. I'm not even lying. Uh, I feel like I've said that before with guests and I'm lying, but yeah, I'm not yeah. lying with you. <laughs> Which one's for us? There's a guest listening, like, uh, yeah, what? It's, it's I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I genuinely feel inspired. I feel like, yeah, I hope this is a really nice way to start your week, like mm. listening to this and just being reminded that like your health is important. Yeah. Um, your health is your health. It's not the standard that anyone else has set for you. Um, and we have amazing black, beautiful women doctors <laughs> who want to help the community yeah. to reframe the way yeah. we think about health. So. Why did you want to um, be a doctor? I don't want to be a doctor. Yeah. Um, I went into it because I was interested in like the brain and the nervous system. So mm. I thought I wanted to be a neurologist. Yeah. And then as I started um, medicine and going around in different placements, I saw that um, mental health kept popping up. And uh. I saw that maybe it was kind of like pushed to the side, like oh, somebody else will deal with that. But I was just like, no, mental health is the beginning of everything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's what, um, <laughs> yeah. They were preaching about that church last week. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So I'm... Chicken. And I also mm-hmm. hope it's inspired um, Christians to not just give up sugar for Lent. I feel like everyone's like, what are you doing, what are you doing for Lent? Just giving up sugar. Giving up yeah. It's all about weight loss. It's all about weight loss. Everyone's always giving yeah. up something that's going to benefit them yeah. at the end. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Maybe don't do that. No, yeah. Um, but no, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. Um, please, what are your socials? Let's plug yourself. We'll put it in the description as well, but yeah. Um, yeah, so you can find me at Dr. Jessica Katanga on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. So that's D-R-J-E-S-S-I-C-A-K-A-T-A-N-G-A. So see you there. Yeah. See you there. Thank you. You guys make sure you follow. Um, Jess has got some amazing content, mm. all things health, yeah. and usually tailored to black people. Yeah. Um, and relatable as rela- well. Very I'll relatable, say. digestible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, make sure you check her out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Hope you have a blessed and beautiful week, everyone. Yeah. I think moving forward, we can't do our hit blunts comments anymore. What? I feel like I'm clued up now. We don't hit blunts. Yeah, we don't <laughs> <laughs> Blood's not unhealthy. Like, that whole, yeah, that whole thing. We're gonna get come with the real knowledge. The real knowledge. You inspired me to read. I think a little bit more as well. Sometimes we just come here and like just feeling bare, rubbish. Yeah. Like. We we could also educate ourselves. We could educate yeah, ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, no more blunts for us. No more blunts for us. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys have a blessed and beautiful week. Yeah. And thank you again, Jess. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> See you next week. See ya. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.